0: welcome to the building great lives podcast a podcast about real life real issues and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions and now your host trent Gillum. greetings everyone trent here welcome to episode number 49 of the podcast i'm glad you've joined the building great lives journey before we get started as always i'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners, and of course to you, the listener, you make this ministry possible. And I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of not staying down. Every single one of us fall, but we do not have to stay down. I know that when we talk about falling, in our minds, we naturally think of falling into sin. And while this can certainly be the case, sin is not the only thing that people fall into. In Micah chapter 7 and verse number 8, when the prophet used the word fall, it did not mean just to fall into sin, but it carried a deeper definition. It meant to feel overwhelmed when facing adversity, to fall under the weight of of pain and fear, the adversity that comes against our lives. And so with that definition in mind, I think it's safe to say every single one of us have fallen. We've all made mistakes. We've all needed God's forgiveness. And certainly we've all felt overwhelmed by the circumstances of life. We've all felt down and out. But it's important to remember that That just because you are down does not mean you are out. Solomon understood that every one of us face temptations and difficulties. That's why Solomon wrote in Proverbs 24 and 16, A just man falleth seven times. Truthfully, many difficult circumstances have caused people to fall. Solomon confirmed this by saying the just man falleth seven times. The word just means righteous or lawful. Solomon is literally saying that even people that are working hard to live for God fall. The question isn't if we're going to fall. The question is what are we going to do when we fall? Are we going to get back up again? That's the question that demands an answer. And I want you to notice, Solomon did not leave us in the fallen state, for he continued in Proverbs 24, the latter part of verse 16. He said, "'And riseth up again.'" I love that. He said, "'A just man falleth seven times and riseth up again.'" Thankfully, Solomon does not leave us in a hopeless, fallen state. First of all, he encourages us by reminding us that if you've fallen, you're not alone. Everybody person has fallen, not just those in the world and not just to sin, but even those striving to live for God have fallen and not just under the weight of sin and temptation, but also under the heavy weight of burdens of life and the despair that comes just from living. We face very difficult times and Solomon tells us, I want to encourage you, everybody falls. We don't like it. We certainly try to do everything we can to, not fall. But the fact of the matter is we do. We fail. We fall. We get under difficult times and the weight seems more than we can bear. But not only does Solomon encourage us by reminding us that everybody falls, he does not leave us in a fallen state. He says, even though the just man falls, he gets up again. He rises up from his dilemma and again and again and again it's God's will for you to get back up again. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if you've fallen to sin. If you have, repent. Mercy is here for you. Or if you have found yourself fallen under the weight of oppression, there's deliverance for you. Or whether you have found yourself fallen under the heavy load of fear, depressions uh, that come against our mind and our emotions, or the difficulties of life, the mourning and the grief, no matter what you are facing, there is a God that is ready to make a way for you. He's saying, I know you've fallen, but it's my will for you to get back up again. Understand that when Solomon said, a just man falls seven times, he isn't meaning that if you fall seven times, there's no more hope for you. That's not what he's saying. This usage of the word seven here is the same as when Jesus was teaching his disciples how many times they should forgive. It's something that happens continually. In other words, no matter how many times uh, you fall, Solomon is Saying, get back up again. There is no limit. God's mercy will move when we call on him. Yes, we should always be actively setting safeguards in our lives. Certainly we should be working hard to refrain from falling, but the Bible is clear. When we fall, there are going to be times that we fall, whether to temptation or or whether under the emotional load of our day, we must learn the importance of not staying down. Listener, I want you to know there's a danger in staying down too long. I don't want you to get used to the pain. I want you to see that there's hope. I want you to get to the place that you go, okay, I'm ready. I'm getting up again. It's time. I don't want you to give up. I want you to get up. The righteous are able to rise repeatedly because both his person and his path are sustained by the Lord. That is powerful. You are sustained by God and your path is sustained by God. He is not only giving provision for you, for your mind and your soul, and your body, but he's also going ahead of you, preparing the way for you. Every step is sustained by the Lord. You can get back up again. The just man falls, sometimes repeatedly, whether into sin or weakness through temptations or trials, but he rises again in repentance and finds mercy with God and regains his peace. The enemy expected ruin when we fall, but the believer rises up and recovers all again and again and again. It's not time to give up. It's time to get up. The righteous man is resilient This does not mean that he never feels overwhelmed, for even a righteous man falls into difficulty. But the difficulty is never permanent. That's something that we must remember. Getting down does not have to be permanent. Do not stay down. Get up. Do not give up. Get up. We find this played out so powerfully in the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son receives his inheritance and goes out to a far country and spends all of his inheritance on riotous living. And after the money's gone and the friends are gone, the famine arrives. And he, finding himself in a very difficult situation, attaches himself to a man of a far country and goes out to feed the swine. And certainly this would have been something that this prodigal was not used to. He being a Jewish man would not have been out with the swine for they were unclean. And he was not accustomed to dealing with these swine. But now when his hunger finds that his belly is even looking at possibly eating the husk, sent out to feed the swine. I'm not sure you could get much further down Prodigal son fallen from a place of wealth in the home of a wealthy father, a home that had servants and all of the amenities one could imagine. And now he finds his belly growling with hunger, and he finds himself in the murk and the mire of a pig pen. What a fall! What a fall the prodigal son finds himself in. I want you to notice what Luke chapter 15 and verse number 18 says. He said, I will arise and I will go to my father's house. And then verse 20 said, and he arose and went to his father's house. The Bible said he came to himself and he said, I will arise and go to my father's house. And he arose and went. But I want you to notice verse 18 is key. He said within himself, I will arise. But then in verse 20, he put action to his thoughts and he did what he said he would do. Now, I have dealt with a lot of wonderful people that have found themselves fallen to a lot of difficult things, whether temptations or oppressions or the weight of despair of a circumstance of life. And I have heard them many times say, I know I need to get up. I know I need to change. I know I've been down too long and I need to push through this. But I have watched them, even with that knowledge, I've watched one day become a week, and a week become a month, and a month become a year. And I've watched time go on and on and on as they got accustomed to being down. They had the thought, I will arise. But what they really needed was a Luke fifteen twenty experience, where it goes beyond just what I know I need to do. But they go, I'm going to put action behind that. The prodigal did that. He proved that you can have desire, but what good is desire without action? And so it is in our lives. You want to get better. You want to get through the grief. You want to get through the circumstance. You want to get through the pain. And in your mind, you know, I've got to get through this. But yet there's something in you that's saying, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll wait to a different day. I'm reaching for some listener right now to tell you that it's time to rise up. It's time. There's a danger in staying down too long. The prodigal son wasn't used to the pig pen, but if he stays there long enough, he'll get used to feeding swine. If he stays there long enough, he'll get used to the smell of the pigs. If he stays there long enough, uh, then the filth all around him will get attached to him more and more and more until he becomes accustomed to it, and he then begins to think this is just my life. And I am afraid that if we don't put action to our desires and get back up, we'll stay down too long. I could tell you story after story of those that stayed down too long. There's a danger in staying down too long. The danger of down is that if you don't push through, you get used to it. You get accustomed to the feeling of down and you think, I'm just going to always be this way. No, no, no. See, I don't want you to give up. I want you to get up. I want you to do like the prodigal and I want you to put action to your desire and have a verse 20 experience. I feel like some of us are trapped in verse 19 where we've got the desire to do it, but we hadn't yet made the move. And I'm reaching for somebody right now and telling you it's time to make that move. It's time to rise up. It's time to push through. It's time to lift your hands and repent. It's time to lift your hands and worship again. It's time to push through whatever you have fallen to or Or under, I want you to know it's time right now. You need to shake yourself. You need to come to yourself and say, God's reaching for me through this podcast right now. I've got to get up. I've got to get better. I've got to push through this. I can't stay down any longer. There's a danger being down here. I've got to get up. It's time for me to get up. I can't give up. I've got to get up. And the prodigal took action and he got up and he made his desire become reality, and he went back to the father's house, and the father looked and saw from a distance, oh, my son that was dead is alive. He's back again, and he fell on his neck and changed his raiment and welcomed him back into the house. I'm telling you, it's time to get up Don't give up. Don't give up on what God's called you to do. I felt that check in the Holy Ghost right now. Someone is about to give up on your calling because you feel discouraged right now. You feel down right now. But though a just man fall under the weight of discouragement seven times, he shall rise again. I want you to know you are in God's will. You do not have to fall under the weight of despair God's saying it's time to give up. Don't walk away. It's time to get up. There's a danger of staying down too long, and I want you to get up. Sure, we all face difficult times, and we can't help that. None of us want to feel despair. None of us want to go through seasons of mourning and grief. But there comes a time that we have to get up. Because down is not your destiny. You can get back up again. That's what God wants for you right now, listener. He wants you to push through. He wants you to get back up again. I know you may be thinking, but you don't know what I've been through. You don't know how difficult it's been. You don't know what happened to me at that moment. You don't understand everything that i've been through the weight that i feel you don't understand you've never walked in my shoes you've never lived my life but i want you to know i don't have to have walked every step but i can tell you this the lord directed me to record this episode because somebody is walking the steps that are leading you away And God is saying, I'm ready to bring you back. Don't give up. I know you've been through difficult things, but no matter what you've been through, there is a God that is saying, I'm not through with you. I want you to rise up again. I think the question that must be answered is this. Is there a limit to what God can help us get up from? I asked myself that question and I began to study the Scripture looking and I found people that fell to different types of sin and I found people that were overwhelmed in different types of circumstances and I saw how God brought them up and I read through the Psalms and I found that God can deliver people from all kinds of things and I'm not just referring to sinful things but all types of emotional struggles and so I have yet to find anything that God cannot bring us up from. Anything that you would face in life, anything that you would name that you've been through in your past that you could say, I don't know if I can get up because I went through this. And so in my study, I was directed to Micah chapter number seven and verse number eight. The prophet said, rejoice not against me, all mine enemies. When I fall, I shall arise. Now, I want you to notice the prophet Micah didn't set limits on what he could rise from. He didn't say, well, if I fall to fear, I can get back up again. But if I fall into sin, I can't. He didn't set a limit. He just simply said, enemies, don't rejoice against me when you see me fall. Because when I fall, I'm telling you right now, my mind is made up. I'm going to get back up again. And I love that because there was no limit set. He just simply said, when I fall. And I want you to get that into your spirit because right now, some of you are thinking, well, but I went through this, but I experienced that. Well, this happened to me, or I did this. I want you to get all of that out of your mind. It's not about what happened. It's about what you're going to do right now with your life. What are you going to do right now? Are you going to keep letting what happened be the defining moment of your life? Or are you going to say, the prophet said, when I fall, I'm getting back up. And he didn't set a limit. He didn't say, well, I'll get back up from some things or most things. No, he didn't say any of that. He just simply said, when I fall, I shall arise. And that's what you've got to get in your spirit does not matter what happened God's going to use that when you recover to help you help other people but right now God's trying to get you to change your mindset from a fallen mindset to a get back up again take action I'm going to take control of my life and I am not going to stay down any longer type of mindset there's no set limits on God's ability to lift us up again. And the enemy was told not to rejoice because the rejoicing is reserved for those that arise. Enemy, you can't rejoice when I fall because the rejoicing is reserved for when I get back up again. Now it's time for somebody to put a smile on your face to get that Holy Ghost moving in your spirit and realize you were created for this moment right now to rise up through the circumstance and the pain and say, I will move forward with the things of God and I am going to believe that God is going to make a way no matter what. I'm going to rejoice. It's not time to give up. It's time to get up. And then when you get up, it's time to rejoice. God has made a way. Even where the enemy said, oh, there's not a way. There's no way they're getting up from that. You got up again. Noah got back up. Moses got back up. Job got back up. David got back up. Peter got back up again. And so can you. Falling is painful but i discovered a comforting revelation. Matthew chapter 10 verse 29 said, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your heavenly father. Did you catch that? Jesus was there when the sparrow fell. The smallest denomination was a farthing. The next larger unit of money was a penny. A farthing was one-fourth of a penny, meaning it took four farthings to equal one penny. The sparrow was all but monetarily worthless, yet not a single sparrow has ever fallen without the Lord being there when they fell. The value of the sparrow did not dictate whether God was there when they fell. Oh, that's powerful right there. And I love it because Matthew chapter chapter 10, verse 31, continued, fear ye not, therefore ye are more valuable than many sparrows. When you fall, God does not abandon you. He is there waiting to pick you up again, waiting on you to say, I'm going to get up. I'm going to arise, and God will give you the strength to put that into action. He is there for the fall. You are not abandoned. What you've been going through, that overwhelming feeling that brought you down, that made you feel out, understand the word of God is clear. You are more valuable than many sparrows, and he was there for your fall, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. He's waiting to pick you up again. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. Maybe you feel down right now. And I want to pray that you make your mind up. It's time to get up. It's time to arise and rejoice. I'm not going to stay down any longer. Lord Jesus, please. Let each listener feel your presence right now. Let them know they can get back up again. Just as you told the man sick with the palsy to arise. Just as you told your disciples to arise and be not afraid. And just as you told Jairus' daughter to arise. You are speaking, arise to every listener right now. Lord, let them feel it. Let them hear it in their spirit and let them arise. It's time to get up again. And as always, thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives Podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions.